welcome to What the Finance. I'm Hannah, a millennial finance fanatic, lending specialist, and realtor that has spent the last eight years learning how to take control and create my own version of financial freedom. On this podcast, I want to use what I've learned along the way to help you reach your financial goals and build your dreams because as you know, finance is not a one-size-fits-all topic. I'm so happy you're here. Let's go. Happy Monday, everybody. I am back. It has been a month. <laughs> I know I said that I would be a little back a little bit further, but hey, life throws you curveballs, does it not? Um, I just had a pretty big curveball curveball in my life, which I will get to eventually here. First off, I do want to say, as I mentioned in my last episode, I was taking two people on for my very free personal finance coaching. Those two slots have been filled. Um, so if you do have any questions about personal finance coaching or, or what my plans are from here on forward, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. I'm totally down with connecting with you on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, so you can reach out to me there on Instagram. It's holler at Hannah. And then on Facebook, it's just Hannah Haas, just plain and simple. Um, so a few things that we're going to touch on today, a little bit of news to share with you guys, which was my curveball. We will get to that. Um, and then we are also going to touch base on, I can't pay my bill. What now? So what exactly the best plan is to do if you aren't able to pay a bill with a creditor? Um, okay. So first off, drum roll, please. I quit my job. <laughs> I am officially full-time real estate agent as well as focusing on my podcast and my personal finance coaching. I am so excited, you guys. It just I've I've always mentioned that I was going to do this eventually. Just kind of one of those don't really know when the good time was and one day I just up and decided like this is it. I'm putting my notice in and March 31st is my last day. So here I am full on full-time real estate agent working on my podcast and my personal finance coaching. Very soon I'm going to be launching the official Hannah Haas brand, which is so exciting. A little bit scary too. I've been working with an awesome lady, um, Courtney with Confetti Worthy Media. I will tag her on Instagram so you can go check out her. Like absolutely love her work. She's been a great lady to work with as well as she is going full-time as well working on her own business so I'm super proud of her so shout out to Courtney yay um all right so that's my big news uh for really from here I'm just going to try to focus on like I said my podcast growing my real estate business and really just enjoying life more because life is too short to not enjoy your life is it not uh, so yeah, uh, today's my first like official Monday, I guess you could say is self-employed and I don't think it's like fully quite hit me. Yesterday I was talking with my husband, like I don't really have like a set plan to go somewhere. Like there's nowhere that I absolutely have to be. Like I have a couple appointments this week, but it's nothing like I have to be here from nine to whatever. So a little weird feeling because I've never had this. Like even when I was in high school, I always went to school and then work or I was a part of something. So I've never not had somewhere to be, so it's a little weird. Has anybody else gone through this transition? If you have like tips and tricks, like not go insane, <laughs> please send me a message. Let's just go ahead and dive right into it here. What to do when you're not able to pay a bill. 
life happens. We all know that. It's not new. It it happens to a lot of people. And I don't think that a lot of people do realize that. There is a stat out there that 60% of Americans, and these numbers could change. My The stat that I'm using is a little bit old. But 60% of Americans would not be able to afford a $400 emergency expense. Like, it would completely throw them off. They wouldn't be able to pay the rest of their bills. Like, they don't have that in their savings. It would completely, like, something would have to go without being paid for that week because of a $400 expense. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that $400 is a lot of money. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not. But when you're thinking of it in the grand scheme of things, $400 is for a lot of people a one-week paycheck if you're like like working minimum wage or just below minimum wage or if you have to pay for you know daycare or if you're the main person who provides uh your health insurance for your household your your paycheck probably is about that when you're bringing it home each week so things do happen and i ran into this a lot at my now old job i did lending um for those of you who aren't who don't remember that i did lending and i also worked with collections a lot as well because we'd have to collect on the on our lending accounts too and we had it a lot where somebody wouldn't make a payment and it would just set them behind and it would throw off months for them at a time they wouldn't be able to catch up and we would reach out to them reach out to them and try to help them get caught back off their account and they don't ever answer their phone they don't reply and eventually just by some long shot by like when they're 60 days past due they'd happen to call us and say hey like i can't pay and this is what happened and this is why and it was something overall simple you know we maybe we had to put new tires in the car unexpectedly or the furnace went out and we had a large bill for it okay that is life and that happens but guess what if those people would have reached out to me when they when that first happened, I would have been able to help them out and they never would have gotten behind on their account. Their credit never would have taken that hit. Majority of lenders have ways to help you out if something happens. They're, now, every lender is different. So I'm not going to say that just because the place that I worked at does it. Not everybody does it. But majority of lenders, they do have options to help you out. And they do have ways to help you out. Especially when it's like an ins- uh, installment loan. So unsecured loan, car loan, your mortgage. There are ways that the lender can help you out. The way that place that I worked, we had things such as deferments. Which, and that, instead of paying like a full payment, you could do just a half of a payment. Um, like if it was just a one short time thing. Um some places do have free deferments so you can just say hey like i just can't pay this month like i know like a credit union in our area will do that you can skip your payment in december so you can have more money for the holidays um so some people just like they you can just not make your payment for the month um and that's not always just a holiday thing there are actually a lot of times where maybe you get like one or two throughout the year that they'll allow on your account so there's that option um maybe they could even give you a reduced payment for a couple of months like if it's gonna be a long-term thing maybe unexpectedly you have to be able to work for health and you don't have quite enough disability coverage um so your income's gonna be shorter for those months but maybe you can make like a reduced payment they might be able to give you a reduced payment for a few months. There are so many ways. Or maybe even so, like, let's say you are a few months behind on your account and you finally are able to get things back on track. They might be able to just do what what was referred to as a re-age. So essentially, it would, they wouldn't refinance your account. You just set up so many payments with them. And they would just give you a fresh start. Or maybe you could just rewrite your account. Maybe they could give you out a couple hundred dollars to help you get caught back up on everything else. And then you wouldn't have your payment then for a couple of months. But allow you to give you that fresh start. 
So what I'm trying to say is, overall, if you're not able to pay, you need to reach out to every single creditor that this is going to affect. Because majority of creditors have ways to help you out. And I, I do, I've been in this position, so I'm not going to sit here and preach like I haven't. When I was having a hard time with my finances, there were times where I wasn't able to make a payment a couple of times. But I reached out to them and I said, hey, I'm going to be late. I know I'm going to have a late charge, but I let them know that. So that way I wasn't getting those annoying calls all the time. Um, and that way they knew too, because... The business as well, they have goals that they have to meet too. And if you want to have a good relationship with them, you know, you might want to do another loan with them in the future or if they're your bank. Like you see these people, if you're like me in a small community, you see these people. Now, granted, they can't say anything like to their friends or family. Like like my person at my bank can't say, oh, Hannah has a loan here and she missed a payment last week. Like the no way. Like that's not able to do it but I don't know for me personally it's just kind of like if I see that person out in public and they know that I missed my payment and here I am buying things that I don't necessarily need like to me that that'd be hard for me but to each their own just reach out to them and let them know what's happening I like I said I've been there before I know it's embarrassing to say hey I can't pay this $75 bill this month like 75 bucks Again, I'm not saying 75 bucks is super easy for everybody, but on a grand scheme of bills, it shouldn't be too difficult. I guarantee you that somebody in that lending institution, in that bank, have been in your shoes. They see it all the time. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's just kind of being an adult. And unfortunately, that's what finances are part of. You have to be an adult, and you have to be able to do these things sometimes. It, it just all comes with a, with a part of... Growing up, having finances, having bills, and it does happen. It happens to pretty much everybody, I promise you. Even the people who, quote-unquote, do have money. they Their stuff does run tough to them. I mean, if you were alive during our Great Recession in 2008, I'm aging myself there. There were people who had the house, the cars, and because of what happened... They just all of a sudden weren't able to make their payments. They lost everything. I mean, that happened to people with and without money. What I'm trying to get at is it's it's everybody. It's gonna it more than likely happens to somebody at least one time in their life. That's just kind of the way it is. So don't be embarrassed. Have the confidence knowing that you're not the only person going through this. And I promise you that you are not the only person that your lender or your banker has talked to that's went through it as well. They see it all the time. What matters is do you take this as a learning experience? or do you just let it happen continuously you know that's kind of that is a part of building your own financial path like are you are you okay with being that person who has to go in every couple months because you had an unexpected expense and now you need more money or did you did that happen to you like hey I now know this I'm gonna try to focus on changing my money mindset I'm gonna focus on building up my savings a little bit a couple hundred bucks a few hundred bucks whatever you're able to do just put it aside and then that way when something does happen unexpected that way you have that little extra cushion even if it's only $20 for God's sakes that's $20 though that helps with that cushion right unexpected trip that you have to take to go see somebody sick okay well, gas prices are expensive, but every little bit counts is all I'm trying to say. So every every time you can put something aside to help with those savings, to help with those unexpected expenses, do. 
if your job, if you have an employer that is able to, that um, has a disability insurance, check to see, is it 60% paid? Is it 100% paid disability? Um, Because a lot of times that's something else that I ran into. Somebody would have an unexpected sickness. And you always hear, I always heard somebody say, well, I can't afford not to work. So I'll be working anyway. Well, Unfortunately, if you were in a really bad accident or worse, you're not working anymore. So now you're, you have to take care of a bunch of these medical expenses or God forbid it's your family having to take care of final expenses. And then they have to deal with that, that whole mess, which I'm not wishing this on anybody, but unfortunately life does happen. So what I'm just trying to get at is being overprepared with your financials is never a bad idea. So I would recommend taking a sit down, looking over what your work does offer you. Like my husband, oh, he does not know what his work offers him at all. And I had to sit down and look over everything, make sure that we were covered with me going self-employed, that I was able to get on his health insurance and his dental and his vision, see what kind of short-term disability and long-term disability. There's a lot that goes into it and can be overwhelming, but a lot of times HR people will sit down and sit will sit down and go over everything with you. Or if you have like a financial person that can sit down and go over it with you. I mean, heck, reach out to me too. I, I can go over some of it with you as well if you do have any questions on that. All right, so we touched base on a little bit today. Um, one, I'm here fully time now. That's super exciting. Um, my goal is from here on out and you know, if I'm not, reach out to me and keep me accountable. But my goal is to post a new podcast episode every Monday, hoping that'll be every Monday by like 5 p.m. with just me learning new things and my time being different now. We will eventually I'll get it down to a set time. Um, but I'm somebody who doesn't like to overpromise and underdeliver. So hopefully I'm every Monday by 5 p.m. it'll be up. And then on Tuesday, it's going to be Tangible Tip Tuesdays, and that's going to go somewhere between like real estate and finance. Um, And I'm going to play with it a little bit there. But for every day on like my social, I want to have something new posted. But on Mondays are the days for podcasts. Excited, nervous, freaking out a little. Feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear from you guys and hear what you think. If you have any questions or if there's anything that you want me to do an episode on, I'd be happy to. Um, Yeah, tune in next week. Have a wonderful week, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. If you vibed with this podcast, please check the show notes so that way you can find my link to my Instagram so that way I can personally thank you for listening in. And if you have any questions at all on anything financial related that you'd love for me to touch base on in future podcasts, send me a DM, tag me in the post. I cannot wait to hear from you guys and help everybody find their version of financial freedom. I'll catch you next time. Bye.